Hello and welcome to the Dear Future Self podcast with your host, Zoe Longford-Brown. This is a podcast where you get clarity on what you need to do to reach your health and fitness goals without diet culture. It's been almost five years since I founded my coaching business, Zoe Rose Fitness, which specializes in helping women to find their love of exercise and feel the happiest and healthiest they've ever felt. Our mission is to help as many women as we can and provide you with weekly episodes designed to educate, motivate, and inspire you to improve your health and well-being. I know through personal experience that this isn't always a straightforward journey, which is why I believe the work comes from looking after your future self. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode of Dear Future Self. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Dear Future Self podcast. This week I've been inspired to come and do another solo episode as I've been having lots of really fascinating conversations with clients and with people inquiring as well and I thought that this would be such a great topic to bring to the podcast to discuss in more detail. And this topic that we're going to discuss today is why the scales are ruining your progress. Now, I'm sure a lot of you listening, I know I have myself, have had a complicated relationship with the scales. Stepping on them in the morning, expecting a result and getting something else. Also, if we look back at the many, 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 many years of the health and fitness industry, the diet industry, diet culture in general, Weight loss and losing a certain amount per week is one we are told is expected. We are told it is healthy. We are told this is the only way to track results. And basically, it's really been the only way that we have really been shown that we are making progress. So it's no wonder that when we step on the scales and it's not showing the number that we thought it would be, we get disheartened, we get demotivated, we don't feel like, well, what's the point? It's not worth it anymore. And it can be very, very complicated. Also, I know myself and I know other women in my world often place their value, their confidence, their self-worth on what the number on the scale says. So, I'm sure we can all think back a time in our life where we were maybe thinking, right, I'm at my most confident and you could maybe know exactly what that number said at that time, or maybe a time where you weren't as confident. And again, you probably know around the number that was at the time. And it's just unfortunately a sad case that when we learn the truth behind what the scales are showing us, and particularly as women, how inaccurate they can be, it really gives us power to say, okay, we need more information. We need more information to track our progress. And that's what I wanted to go into a bit more detail with you all today. So we can really understand what other factors come into play, why the scales may not be moving the way we want them to be, and how actually you can still reach all of your goals, whatever they may be, without even knowing the number on the scales. You might think I am crazy saying this, but I promise I'm not. (laughs) I'm going to explain all the science and everything behind it. Firstly, why are the scales not showing us the whole picture? Now, 
When we step on the scales, particularly as women, men as well, but particularly as women, because we have other things coming into play, we are looking at a number in time. It is not dissecting the body and saying to us, right, this is how much muscle you have, how many bones, how many is organs, and how much is fat. It's literally just giving you a number. We do not know in that given time exactly the percentage of each of the different parts of our body. We don't know that. It's impossible to know that. I know some gyms have these body fat percentage measurers, which I have personally used in the past. The science with them is very poor. They are not accurate. They are not accurate at all, but debatably more accurate than the scales. At least they give you a bit more of a picture. They, I don't actually know how much they would be to go on anymore. I think at the time I maybe paid £2.50, something like that to get a measurement, but these aren't even giving you an accurate number. The only way for us to get an accurate number is if you were dissected and your fat percentage was weighed out. Obviously, we are not going to do that to find out. I know there are various other tools you can use as personal trainers. We get trained to use calipers that that you pinch on the skin. I have never used these on a client and I never ever plan to. I think when they're very invasive, two, again, they're inaccurate. And three, I don't see any need for them at all. But I just want to give you a different perspective that one, these things are not accurate. And two, when you are on the scales, that is just a snapshot of that time that your body is made up of so many different things. So at one time in the body, you don't actually know if you have lost fat or maybe you've increased muscle or maybe you have more water retention. There's so many different factors that come into play. I've had so many clients over the year feel really, really demotivated by a number. And I'm saying, look, you are doing amazingly. You were doing all the right things. Trust the process. Trust what we are doing. Results are coming. And actually, you probably have got some sort of result this week. It's just not showing the way we expected it to show. So it can be very demotivating when we don't think things are working. So the factors that come into play, particularly as women, are hormone fluctuations. This one is huge. I don't know if any of you have noticed, but if you have a cycle, your period cycle, when you come on your period, normally the scales read that you, you're slightly heavier. This is because there is a lot going on in the body. So hormone fluctuations throughout the month are going to mean that at different times in the month, the scales are going to say a different number. This is so healthy and normal. This is what should be happening. This is what should be going on the body. This is so healthy. When you've last been to the toilet is a huge indication of what the number's going to say. You know, if you've been to the bathroom that morning, if you haven't, what digestion's looking like, that's going to really affect the number. Water retention is another thing. Maybe if we've improved muscle mass and even the temperature change outside can affect what the scales are saying. So I hope that's giving you a bit more of a picture of actually there's a lot more that goes in. And for us to be healthy, healthy humans, healthy women, 
we should expect that number to go up and down throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the month for everyone. That is so, so, so healthy. So I don't want you to think that just because that number said something in the morning, something in the evening, something one week, something the other week, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are not making progress. You are not, you know, moving forwards with your goals. If they are weight loss related, what it means is that you are a healthy human whose body fluctuates like anyone. So that should hopefully give you a bit of a picture on why this number can be quite damaging to our mindset and how we feel about ourselves if we put our self-worth on it. So something for you to think about there. Reaching a certain number on the scales doesn't automatically equal happiness. Wish it was that simple. But if we try and get to a number and then we put our pressure on ourselves that I must maintain that number, this is the number that I must be all the time, that's never going to happen because you're supposed to fluctuate. Well, that's what's meant to happen. So I often think a number-based goal to say on the scales is not a very good overall goal because it is designed to go up and down. So It makes me so, so sad in the industry when there are certain groups, I won't name them, but we all know who they are, making progress all about a number. You go each week, get weighed in front of everyone, and you're either celebrated or shamed. Oh, what's gone on this week? What's happened? You know, why haven't you reached this? And sometimes you just want to say, you know what, Sally, I don't know why they're called Sally, no offense to anyone called Sally, (laughs) I'm on my period my numbers, you know, going to change a little bit. So that's something that I want you to really, really think about. Now, it doesn't mean that if potentially you have a weight loss goal in mind that you can't reach that. Of course you can. Of course you can. What I'm saying is that using the scales isn't probably your most effective way to do this. It should be done, in my opinion, I think for the best mindset possible where you can to do it without the scales but I know that isn't possible for everyone and especially if you've had a long relationship with the scales you might think that that's not something that you wish to do but there should be many many other factors that you want to celebrate and that is getting stronger eating better feeling better and also how your body feels you know you know if your body feels different you know how your clothes fit and feel that's something else that you can you can really, really think about instead of just looking at the scales and looking at that particular number. I personally want to say about seven years now, decided that that number for me was really damaging for my mental health. It was not a good number for me to know. I'd had a long history of disordered exercise, disordered eating. And I really wanted to make a change. So I decided that I'd rather not know what the number was until I could feel neutral about it. Now, there's been certain circumstances in my life where I have had to be weighed for medical reasons. And that is a different conversation that sometimes the treatment that we can get here in the UK on the NHS is weight-based. So obviously this is something that needs to be considered and talked about, but that is a separate conversation. And you know, I needed to go on and and be weighed. And that was something that I needed to do. At the time when I was feeling most vulnerable, I asked not to see the number or not to know it. And then there got to a time in my life where I felt really neutral about the number. So seeing it 
didn't make me think one way or another way. I could just go, okay, cool. That's fine. I know I feel healthy. I know I feel good in my body. That's okay. And move forwards. And that's a really, really freeing place to be. It's taken a long time. I'm not going to pretend it hasn't. It has. And it's totally, totally possible for you to get there. But what I really want you to take away from this conversation is that you don't need to solely focus on that number if you're finding it is really, really negatively affecting you. If you were listening to that and stepping on the scales each week really motivates you, you don't feel negatively impacted by it, you're feeling, you know, overall good, maybe you find it motivating, maybe that was okay for you. I'm not going to tell you what you should and shouldn't do. I have many different clients who have different methods of what they want to do and what's going to work for them. This is just some information about why they may not be the best way for you personally to measure your progress and most importantly for everybody to put their self-worth on that number. You are more than a number. Your health is so much more than a number. Your health cannot be defined by a number on the scale at all. Remember, there's so many other things that come into play. When we can focus on exercising, finding a workout routine we love that includes strength training and aerobic exercise, and we're active, when we eat foods that nourish our souls and our body, when we sleep well, manage our stress and manage our mental health, these are the five things to really focus on and what they will do when you're really looking after yourself well. Your body will get to a natural kind of set point where it's happy, it feels healthy, it functions really well, and you will feel really, really good at that place. And that doesn't need to be a certain number because that number is going to go up and down depending on where we are. So I hope that made some sense. I hope that is one step closer for you to kind of see the whole picture of it. As a PT, when we work with clients and when we start helping them with the health and fitness journey, we're not interested in that, that number. I don't want to know. I don't want you to tell me each week what's going on unless that is important for you. And then we discuss that, but that is not a number that we focus on. We focus on building the healthy habits, getting you to feel really, really good and reminding you that you are so much more than a number. So everybody has their ways of doing it, but I think it's important that we know the facts as well. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Dear Future Self podcast. If you are interested in coaching, for reaching out for coaching with the Zoro's Fitness team, we do currently have two spaces open to work with us one-to-one. All you need to do is drop me a DM on either Facebook, LinkedIn or Instagram and just ask for info or just tell me info or more info or email me zoe at zoerosefitness.co.uk and I can send you over all the details on our application form as well i am excited for next week we should have a guest episode back next week and i will speak to you all soon thank you and goodbye